0: fellow Americans, it looks like some things have changed. Are we doing a good enough job teaching our children what America is and what she represents? you want an abortion, get one! Younger parents aren't sure that an appreciation of America is the right thing to teach modern children. We're not going to make America great again. It was never that great. When I drive into a neighborhood and there are American flags, it's a message of white supremacy. I'm warning of an eradication of the American memory that could result in an erosion of the American spirit. We need to completely
1: dismantle the police department.
0: If we forget what we did, we won't know who we are. We've got to do a better job of getting across that America is freedom, and freedom is special and rare. Freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom of enterprise. As long as we remember our first principle and believe in ourselves, The future will always be ours. Ours was the first revolution in the history of mankind that truly reversed the course of government and with three little words. We the people. We the people are free.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, we are back with another episode of We The People Radio.
1: I'm your host, as always, James. And as you can see, we got no aunt and Nick, these pieces of shit. Too busy at the salon for our very special guest that I'm very excited to have on because she hasn't been on here in a very long time. And our audience hasn't got to seen her, seen, see her behind the curtain. You've always been anonymous on the show. And now we get to see that pretty face. Welcome to the show, And uh Glad to have her back. My Maria.
3: Thank you. This is uh so, you've upgraded so much since I've been on here last. Cool. This is so exciting.
1: Oh, we're professionals now. We're not we're not this is Perfect. not amateur hour. Remember when we used to do shows, it was just my computer mic. We didn't even have real mics. It was Oh,
3: the, I had it, I had a $30 Amazon mic. You had your computer it's, mic, it's, and uh
1: in our first episode that we did, remember it wouldn't upload, they wouldn't let us upload it.
3: Right, that's a uh, way back us. in the day.
1: They hate us because they ain't us.
3: They hate us because they ain't us. But thanks, I'm so excited to be here.
1: I'm very excited to have you on here, Maria. As always,
2: I'm gonna come. Ooh,
1: <laughs> getting hot and heavy. <laughs> getting hot and heavy real quick.
0: Ooh, Shots we got fired. a
2: soundboard, baby. Oh, we
1: got sound. Oh, just wait. You're gonna have some fun today. Um, things things are getting wild on We the People Radio. But before we discuss all these fun topics. Cause there's a lot I want to talk to you about. Uh, okay. You like to get weird and I like to get weird as well. So we're going to have some fun today, but before we do that, shout out to our sponsors, Kush creams, number one topical in the game. Maria knows all about these Kush creams. They're I absolutely unbelievable. Creams. I use them every day. They're a lifesaver. Mick and v from the Patriot party podcast took some home today. And they texted me on the way home from their drive. They're like, I put Kush creams on Mick's back on the way home. And he just came in his pants he loves it. It's the best pain cream there ever was. Go to kushcreams.com, code WPRUSA for 15% off. Also, Serious CBD. Go to serious-cbd.com for the number one CBD in the planet. Me and Marley Dog take it every day. I got to send you some for P. Uh, totally Mar-
3: do.
1: Marley takes it every single day, and it's been such a help for her. Uh, so go to serious-cbd.com code WPR USA I think 50% is still available but I'm not sure there's definitely discounts there also our newest sponsor Patriot cigars these are badass I don't know if you're a cigar so you look like you'd be a cigar smoker Maria
3: I like a good cigar
1: I I, I could see you smoking a cigar I could see that with you're all black oh yeah Badass. I remember Remember your shaman trip when I t- when you did acid and you told me how you just stared in the mirror and told you how you're a bad bitch for a couple hours. <laughs> I get you with a cigar. And you we know. can talk
3: about that later. <laughs>
1: okay. We can bring that up. But my Patriot cigars, these are the best cigars on the market. These are unbelievable. Alan did an unbelievable job. There's four available to Hellfire, TNT, Mark 48, and the Moab. I just got my little sample pack the other day. I'm going to be doing a quick little review soon uh let you know how terrible they are. No, fuck you, Alan. Uh, he's my co-host on Monday and Friday. But these uh, these Patriot Cigars are, are awesome. I'm really excited to try these. Go to mypatriotcigars.com, co- code WPRUSA for 15% off, and also can't forget the Mikey Pello gang. Join mypello.com. Go to mypello.com. I'm retarded already. We know this. Hold on. Um,
2: I'm going to be honest with you. I, I'm kind
0: of retarded.
1: Go to mypillow.com slash WPR USA for tons and tons of discounts. Get your Giza sheets, your chancletas, your dog beds, your bathrobes, whatever you need, mypillow.com slash wprusa. Get tons and tons of discounts. Now that the bills are paid, we can have some fun.
0: And once again, asking for your financial We're
1: support. serious over here, Maria. We're
0: she so
1: Super serial. Super, super, super serial. So. First off, tell everybody where they could find you. You've been a little MIA lately. You haven't been doing podcasting.
3: I'm no. back, though. Okay, can I just say on my end, your, your camera's a little glitchy. Do you oh, see it's, that? Yeah,
1: it's a fucking disaster. Don't even get me started.
3: Okay, I didn't we, I, I didn't is, know.
1: This has been a work in progress for the longest time ever, and we cannot figure out what is going on.
3: Okay, uh, I didn't mean to, like, point out an open wound. Uh, oh, yeah, hi. No, it's an open wound this is maria you can find me at my maria 777 most major platforms that's instagram that's twitter that's the name of my podcast unfortunately you will not find me on spotify because i have been banned there
1: Mm -hmm. we got banned around the same time
3: yeah i was uh i've been on a hiatus almost for like a year now kind of off and on like inconsistent uh and I'm trying to get my shit together. So, yeah, we're back. I've got uh, I got my face out there. Love and, it. And awesome. uh, here fun. we are.
1: Now everybody gets to see the behind-the-scenes banter of Maria with her. If you, if you listen to our early episodes, I used to always say your her body language speaks more than her, what she actually says because she's all over the place like me, Italian as fuck, just letting people know. <laughs>
3: we're going to get into it.
1: <laughs> it's going to get weird. So let's get into the first thing and you you texted me earlier today and you said I want to get into Elon Musk because I have this wild theory that nobody's talking about and the reason why I want to start with this is because I've been saying on our show for a while that the Elon Musk case that was coming up this month was going to be a very big deal and I still think it's a very big deal and there's a lot of layers to this onion and I'm very excited to hear your theory about what's going on um, and see well, if we, why is
3: it on- so much as a theory it's more of kind of like a warning you know i think i know exactly where you're going likes to put elon on this pedestal at this time Mm
1: -hmm. and
3: he i think is very much have you ever seen the movie uh, ready player one yes he is like the guy in ready player one that they're all obsessed with like he's becoming that character to me Mm -hmm. And I, I think of him as a gray hat. I think he's an opportunist. I think he plays whatever role that they need him to play. Uh, but what I find so troubling is, is if you don't know me, like I used to be anonymous and I was anonymous until I eventually got doxxed. And now here I am. But um, what Elon is talking about with ridding Twitter of the bots is really cool. Uh, But the idea behind that is essentially making some sort of verification process between the individual and the account. So if that takes a turn where I'm required to upload some sort of identification in order to have my Maria Twitter account, I'm then tying my like legal identity as the person I am. You guys don't know that name, but I'm tying that to Maria for the first time, like truly and I have all these crazy theories on artificial intelligence and Tyler. And so like, there are these versions of us in our artificial intelligence. And you could say that like that version of you knows you better than you because they can run algorithms and predict on, on all sorts of objective bases. So now you can take that version of me in the artificial intelligence and you can literally pour my innermost thoughts, the things I decided to tweet separate and apart than myself, like the things I would probably never say out loud to a great deal of people. Is now tied to my legal identity.
1: Yes. So, I, go ahead.
3: No, just in a way that it hasn't ever before. So, like, yes, getting rid of the bots on Twitter that would be fucking great, but like, at what yeah. cost?
1: Let's let's keep it one hundred then, because they're doing that right now as it is. They're already doing it. It's right. already 100. as we speak. Um, and my co- other co-host, Aunt, he made a really good good point when this was all happening. He's a hundred percent getting Twitter for the, for the data. So he, for, to upload for Neuralink, it's 100. 100-
0: exactly. It's exactly like what what? He's doing.
1: It's yeah. exactly what he's doing, but here's, here's the thing. Since they're already doing it, since it's already happening as we speak and we know it, they may not admit it to us, but it, we know that they're, they, they, they can basically hear our thoughts at this point. You, you think something, like and all. Predict of a sudden our you look, thoughts. Yeah, you look, you you think something, and all of a sudden you look on your phone, and there's an ad for it. You don't even have to say but it. Really,
3: anything. that's the AI. That's yes, the version yes. of James in that AI that's anticipating the yes. same thing at the very moment that you think it.
1: I agree with you. Now, here's here's the here's what I think. I'm okay with Elon buying Twitter, even though I know what I know, because since it's happening already, excuse me. Since it's happening already, and we know that we have no freedom of speech on these platforms, we know that we cannot communicate and talk freely on these platforms. And if Elon Musk comes over and he wants to be the guy to collect our data instead of China and the federal government and Jack Dorsey, but he wants to give us free speech at the same time, I'll take that. Because right now they're already collecting our data. We just have no free speech. If Elon allows us to speak freely and say what we want, we can actually talk about the things that are going on without fear of being censored or shadow banned or removed from the platform completely. That's a huge W for us. And at the end of the day, we're not not losing anything else because they're already collecting all of our data and using their AI on us as we speak. So since that's the case, I'll take that little win with no extra loss because it's already what's happening. And it's tough because we know what we know. It's tough to swallow that pill, but they're doing it already. Like, (laughs) what's the difference? If we get free speech, what's the difference?
3: By tying Maria to my legal identity as the attorney forevermore? like Your
1: identity say, is already tied no, to it. No.
3: Yes, through your IMEI
0: numbers, through your IMEI numbers. No,
3: no, no, no. But on a voluntary basis, they're, they're, they're making us acquiesce into these things. Like everything you said before, uh, yeah, yeah, I get it. That's really not what freedom of speech is. Freedom of speech is just uh, – protection from the government limiting your space than a well, public or semi The government semi-public. is heavily
1: involved in Twitter and heavily involved in these social media platforms. I know, I know, I'm just saying that,
3: like, technically the First there Amendment applies to you. There is no technically when to- the government
1: is involved in these companies. There's no technically Well, anymore. if you're going to you use have,
3: the The you use federal
1: government way. reached out to Facebook. They reached out to Facebook and said, hey, Mark, there's going to be stories coming out that's Russian disinformation. Censor it. Get rid of it. Throttle it. That's the federal government intervening in, in, in our free speech. Guess um, what? It turned out to be 100 true. I agree mean, with you
3: on that. It's um, I'm just saying that the First Amendment applies to the government limiting your free speech, in neither public forum or a semi-public forum, and it's technically not the same. Like, if we could sue Twitter and Facebook and make the connection that like Facebook essentially is life log, that would be astounding. And like, yes, do discovery when, on that type of thing, like, but that's never federal- going to come out.
1: Federal government literally told them to censor it and get rid of it. They told them knowingly, knowingly it would knowing it was real cuz they knew they had it since 2019. They knew it was real, they knew it was 100% real and they still told Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook to censor and throttle it. They knew it was real. They knew it wasn't Russian disinformation. That's the federal government directly getting involved in our freedom of speech. And let's be real. No, so i saying you
3: don't have freedom of speech through a private platform which allows them to like come circumvent- out.
1: How much government subsidies do these do these companies get? How much government? How much government? No, no, money no, James. Is I don't. People. I
3: don't disagree with you. I wish we could. Ex- like, I wish we literally could open that wound to the world and explore it in the way that we do. But unfortunately, that's not the way the cookie's going to crumble anytime soon. So I oh, was just making the distinction of what freedom of speech truly is.
1: <laughs> but it's not truly that because they're playing by different rules. They're the, agreed. They're, they're, agreed. They're playing but by different rules, and and you have to put those things on the table. You have to talk about those things, and bring them up because people aren't aware they're like oh yeah it's a private company well they get billions in government subsidies the government they they're telling us that the government is telling them what they can and cannot post um it's clear i i am very interested to see if there's any government servers that are connected to twitter would not be surprised oh, i'm
3: sure there are on the back end definitely
1: exactly exactly so definitely they're not but how do companies. we ever expose that it's
3: never ever going to come out that, the way that we want it yeah, to yeah.
1: Uh, it may, it may, I and mean, the fact the fact that they're they're exposing that there's sixty percent plus plus bots on Twitter is a major deal. You right, never thought right. that they'd expose that, and here we are. Here the fuck we are. And, you know, you know, for me,
3: like my whole argument would be that this is part of it, like that they're trying to get people like you to acquiesce into things like this. Uh, Oh, they're already doing it. Oh, blah, 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 blah. Totally. I get it. They totally are doing it. But once they get you to volunteer into something and once like we already volunteer by accepting
1: the terms of services, you read the terms of services and it tells you exactly what they're collecting. You're volunteering as soon as you hit that terms of service. It's already a volunteering. You're already doing it. That terms of service has everything that they're doing to us in the terms of service. People just don't want to read fucking 10 hours worth of government legal documents to see what's in the term of service. Every time a term of service comes up, everybody accept because you're not using Facebook unless you accept. You're already volunteering into it. You're already doing.
3: I I totally agree with you. But anyways, we can we can agree to disagree on this. OK, that's you're fine. not going to see what the point I'm trying to make. <laughs>
1: no, I see the point what you're trying to make. And I, I see the point that you're trying to make. And I'm telling you, we already volunteer for that. That's, okay. that's what I'm saying. Okay. Like, we, you know, even if they don't collect our ID and, and ask us to put in a form of identification.
3: I'd our- rather have 60% bots than to tie my legal indeed ever to the thoughts that I put on Twitter. That's just how I feel at the end of the day.
1: But how are you not tied to it already? I'm and not exactly who the fuck you are.
3: They, they, whoever they are at this point knows that, and like that's how they, you know, have my IP address and I'm shadow banned and all that type type of thing.
0: Number I number mean, and everything.
3: Voluntarily, voluntarily give my identification, tie it in the legal identity type of way, and now perhaps Tennessee Board of Law Examiners can get that type of information and get me. um in some sort of thing in that sort of way That's what I'm saying that's what I don't volunteer Into and that's what nobody I think should be Happy about that we're getting rid of Boss at that cost But Because that then sets you up for a Minority report situation that They can predict your thoughts they can Predict what you're going to do especially Tied into now what we the people radio is Saying so crazy on twitter And eventually we get to minority Report and then all of us are In jail um, for the
1: well, Let's, let's keep let's keep it 100. If you were anonymous still, let's just say you were anonymous or there is an anonymous account. Let's not use you as an example, but there's an anonymous account who starts promoting violence and violent rhetoric. They're going to find you. Look what they did with the January six people. It has nothing to do with volunteering and giving your Like you don't have to tell, tell them who you are. The people at January six, they didn't tell them who the fuck they were.
3: They yeah, up at they're it's different than, than the
1: point I'm to trying house. to make here. But you think, you think that they're not going to show up to your house if you start spewing violent rhetoric from an anonymous account where you have no identity know. attached to it whatsoever? They don't know who the fuck you are? Of course they do. They're going to show up to your house and be like, hey, hi, anonymous account. You're not so anonymous anymore. You want to say this violent stuff on the internet? You're going to get in trouble.
3: Right, but you and I aren't technically saying violent things, so that's slightly different. I'm
1: not, I'm not saying we are, but I'm just saying using that as an example – that if they want to come and knock on our door, no matter how anonymous that they are, they're, they're going to be able to. Whether we right. I just don't want to voluntarily give them that
3: information.
1: And- While they, well, oh, I, I'm with you. I don't want to give them that information either. And if that's a requirement, I probably won't do it. But what I'm saying to you is that no matter what, they're go- like, they have those capabilities as it is, whether we give them our identification or not, whether they do it or not.
3: Agreed, but they're still different.
1: I guess, I guess. Like, if they still can do it, just like we 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 see what's going on. Look at what's going on with these January six prisoners. The prisoners they have no legal precedent to hold these people captive. They've been there for over a year and a half. Jeremy Brown's in jail on a trespassing charge, on a no, fucking trespassing that's charge. Quite ridiculous. There's 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 no legal precedent set whatsoever. Yet they're still doing it. They're not following <laughs> the rule of law. Yeah. There is no there is no more rule of law for these people. So. That's why I say, like, they have these capabilities already. And it, it's legally and it's different, yes. But in today's reality, it's not. Because that's the reality that we live in. Is it not? Aren't they doing, like, doing things totally illegally? Like, just even the raid on Donald Trump on Mar-a-Lago.
3: Uh, that, yeah, there are aspects of that that would be, quote-unquote, Like not following procedure and somewhat illegal a lot
1: of aspects of it. A lot of aspects
3: no, I'm just I'm not calling the whole thing. I'm just you ask my legal opinion on something and then you wanna no, bit, not, the way you are, i'm just saying that like yes there are aspects of that that were not done properly at the end of the day a lot of that ties into like a fruit of the poisonous tree discussion and like if you were going to trial the certain evidence that you would have that you would be attempting to make admissible would not be admissible on just like the situation in which we are now there's not a great deal of like punishments or remedies against the government for for acting bad you know the judiciary doesn't have a a means of punishing them per se so then we get into this really like what i consider lucy situation where this is just like huge and out there and they make such a mockery of it but it's all part of
1: the
0: 2024
1: election that's coming up and the 2022 but I, i i'm my my point is that that they're not the the traditional means of law and order and how rules are supposed to be followed and precedents were set previously is out the fucking window.
3: But I mean that's true at any level James that's true at state level that's true yes. uh me in divorce court that's I mean I, I was in court today and I had a I have a government agent client that's literally being treated like as if he were the worst of the worst criminals but he's got a bad judge in a bad county and yeah.
1: No, I, I, I'm 100% agreements with you. The whole system is fucked. I 100% agree. But the the point is in reference to what these these people are capable of doing, whether we give them our license or not, they're capable of doing it regardless. And because right again, but but you 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 and I have
3: two different. You're at a point where you're saying, "Hey, let it go." They're already doing it, and I'm at a point where I'm saying, "I'm not going to give them a fucking inch." even though they still do things the wrong way, so I don't.
1: No, I'm not saying not I'm not saying at. to give them an inch, but I, I'm just pointing out the fact that it's it's going to happen either way. That's all I'm saying. That okay. that's all. That's that's my only point is that it. no matter whether you give them an inch or not, <laughs> they it doesn't matter. It do, it really doesn't. They have the capabilities to do whatever the fuck they want, and they've shown that they're going to do that regardless of what inch you give them or not. We're we're on the internet. We're out here. Talking and conversing, if you don't want that to happen, you better delete all of your they social media. Better not have old
3: friends that then dox you. Yeah,
1: seriously. <laughs> seriously. But even if you were still anonymous, like those people wouldn't be able to report you. And I understood the reasons for being a, a, anonymous for your profession. But uh le- like as far as the government doing anything if you're anonymous your anonymity.
3: Anonymity, was, yeah.
1: yeah Thank you, Uh, was meaningless in that aspect against these trolls that are fucking retards. uh, That's a different story and that's a whole different conversation. But the government's capability like they're going to do whatever the fuck they want to do. And we've seen it time and time again. Um, So unless if if you're one of those people that doesn't want to give them an inch, I I don't blame you. But then you better get just get rid of your cell phone, get, toss your computer out the window, get rid of any old smart, new smart TVs that have cameras or anything like that. Get rid of it all. Cause that's what they're doing. Like everything that we have, it's connected. Everything they have, you know, no matter what we do, no matter what we do, it's pointless at this point. And I agree with you. I'm not giving them an inch when they've suspended my Facebook account, my personal account. They asked me to send my ID to appeal. And I told them to get fucked. I was not sending them my, ID. no, Absolutely not. I'm not sending you my ID. No. Um, But it doesn't matter. They still know where the fuck I am, who the fuck I, who I am, what I am. All these 10 year challenges are all AI updates. Like they're doing what they're doing on purpose. They're very good at it. They're very calculated. So I a hundred percent agree with what you're saying. I'm not saying you're wrong by any stretch of the means. I'm just saying that they're going to do it anyway (laughs) at this point, you know, especially where they if, If, things really take a bad tailspin in in where this country is going, which I don't think is going to be the case, but let's just say it is. We're the first ones that are getting knocks on the door. Right. We're the first ones that are going to round up no matter whether we're anonymous or not. We're all going to be in the gulag together partying. It doesn't matter. Um, And that's why I've called for being anonymous at this point is, is pointless in my opinion, because we're all going, if we lost this war, we're all going to the gulag. This is what they do. Venezuela. Nick has a client from Venezuela, he goes, Nick, be careful. People like you, they show up in the middle of the night and you disappear. Never heard from again. This is what they do. And we're the, the loudest voices. We have large platforms, shadow banned or not. They don't want people like us running around, speaking out, gangbanging on the government. And if they know where we are, who we are, what we're doing, they're going to come and knock on our door. That's what's gonna happen if they want to, but I agree with you. I don't give him an inch. I'm with you on that.
3: Oh my god, James, we have said the same thing for minutes. So we gotta go. We gotta move on. We
1: could do, Maria. We
3: could do whatever the fuck we want.
1: Don't tell me what to
3: do. I agree with you. I agree with you.
1: We can do whatever the fuck we want.
2: Shut the fuck up.
0: <laughs> You're a stupid cunt. Suck my dick. <laughs>
1: So I'm very interested to see how this plays out, and if Elon Musk does expose how many bots were truly on the platform, and I want to see if there's a ripple effect in the other platforms. And it would
3: really be really nice if if they actually disclose the information. Like obviously, like I think I saw Tommy G tweet earlier that, or he put on Insta that like he had lost like three thousand followers, and so it made it seem like
1: people are saying that today.
3: Right. So that type of thing is nice. Like, Oh, we all see numbers fall off. And then we kind of speculate that that means that bots are being cleared out, but it would be really cool if, um, Elon or somebody on behalf of Elon came out and said, Oh, Hey, you know, Dorsey was lying about X. There's really only dead internet theory is real.
1: Well, I, I, I agree. And we, we've posted the videos. You've posted it before the warehouses of cell phones, that are just lined up and they're all bots. Every single one of them. There's mm-hmm. tens of thousands of cell phones it's ready like to bot go. bot farms. Exactly. That's exactly what they are. And you can see insider papers saying, just in multiple Twitters, users reported unexpected sudden decrease in follower counts following Musk's buyout deal. Now, the, the reason why I'm interesting is, interested, and I'm glad I have you on the show to talk about this, is the legal ramifications of 60%, even 50% or 40% bots on this platform, because if I was a, if I was a company, and I'm advertising on your platform based on your users, because that's one of the benchmarks for advertising, and you're telling me a user uh, a certain amount of users, and sixty percent of those are fake and gay. Now I just spent millions of dollars, maybe over the course of the years that Twitter's been around, billions of dollars on advertising, based on. A lie based on something that I I I thought was real, which actually wasn't. And same thing with the 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 members of the board and the investors. They're told one thing, and invested based on what they were told, and made decisions based on what they were told, and it was all a lie. So,
3: well, I mean, the interesting thing would. First you're going to wonder about those terms and conditions that you were talking about. So, likely you have either waived your ability or extremely limited your ability probably in like the arbitration sense of what your remedies are. But you're you have a question of am I suing the company like if I'm if I paid an influencer or some sort of corporate entity to post for me and I was doing that based on their follower count, am I suing the influencer? in this hypothetical That's or am I also doing the go. influencer and Twitter? Twitter? Because are you, are you putting the intent on the influencer who is aware that there are bot farms and intentionally purchased? That's people not the type of ads or, I'm talking about though. Or you're I'm talking, talking about, about Twitter.
1: Like the sponsored ads that show up on Twitter, like the, they're okay. not the influencer, the, the, the people that pay Twitter directly to get put in people's feeds for sponsored ads. And, <sighs> Then yeah, there, I mean there, there are companies that spend millions and millions of dollars for those sponsored ads to literally as soon as you open up Twitter, you, that's the first the first thing that you're gonna see next to the, the first tweet on so your got,
3: you would have a fraud case against Twitter in both probably like a state level and a federal level, like a securities issues too. Cause I mean then you've got something coming from your um your investors you know you've got both people suing twitter and your investors unhappy because the dollar is sank or the the worth is sinking i'm going to say that probably none of that is going to happen and i think the the bots are probably going to come out but if i'm elon i'm not spending that much money on a company with that much liability on my books uh like that my expose is going to create that much liability on my books as the new owner of a company.
1: Now who would be responsible though? Now that, cause let's just say Elon Musk comes in and he's like, all right, here's all of the bots exposes it all. Hey, there was, and let's just say there was 50% bots and he exposes it all. Now I'm a big company and I'm advertising with Twitter. I'm spending money on, on twitter uh and i'm i'm doing you know
3: you're only going to be able to sue twitter you're not going to be able to pierce the corporate veil and get dorsey unless you show some sort of like intentional fraud by dorsey only Uh, so in that sense i'm if i'm elon i'm not buying this company because twitter's going to be the one that holds the liability
1: so uh it would be elon's responsibility at that point even though, I it mean, it'd
3: be the company's responsibility,
1: which, which, which is his company at that point, right? So that's what normal. I'm saying. Like,
3: I, I think this makes sense hypothetically. Do I think this is actually occurs in the way that we would like it to, and this in that type of like, because federal expose with companies suing, I, I don't think it happens like that.
1: I'm just, I'm just thinking as someone who spends money on ad, ad on ad space, and I don't, I spend very, very little amount of money on ad space. But in comparison to some of these companies that spend literally millions of dollars a day, like there's, I know I have friends of mine that are in the e-commerce space and they spend $100,000 a month just on ads. And it's, it's a very expensive thing to do to advertise in these places. And if I spent this kind of money and I find out that there's more, there's a lot more bots than I was told that the user, 50% of the users are not real. I'm going to want to sue. I'm going to want to, that's, that's not right. I was, I was told that I'm advertising to X amount of people and 50% of them aren't real. I'm suing.
3: No, I get it for sure. I just, um, I would imagine that we've waived our remedies very, very much, uh, in those terms and conditions. And that, that's good. That, that liability is, um, not a worry to Elon in this. So I, I wouldn't worry that it's going to be a large liability at, at all.
1: That's no, a good, the terms and conditions there are when you do ads. So I'm sure that they put some fine print that says, something. I mean, really
3: you're waving your like most remedies completely. Uh, you know, I, I yeah. experienced that when Spotify banned me and I, I legally inquired with them about my ban uh, from my own personal letterhead. And they basically just told me to go fuck myself.
1: Yeah, you sign um, it. Away. As soon as right. you hit that accept, right? I and I'm I'm, I'm interested to see it play out. Um, because it's it, it it could it could go in a way that exposes these social media platforms and be a win for us without a doubt. But also, we can get a a, a lot of nothing. You know, all this hype, and nothing happens. But you see everything else that's going on. Um, in the country and in the world. What do you think about uh, the Danchenko case there, Maria?
3: The what case?
1: The Danchenko case.
3: I don't pay attention to the news. What is this about?
1: The guy who created the P-tapes, who made up the P-tapes, Igor Danchenko.
3: I don't know anything about this. What um, are the P-tapes?
1: Remember when the steel dossier had uh
3: oh okay okay uh i haven't stores. paid attention to this case so i don't know what the update is
2: a she was a whoa b she was a whoa
1: oh well that's no fun i was trying to get your legal take he just admitted to being a paid fbi informant for many many years and uh it's getting very interesting. Lots of things are happening in that case, but I guess we'll have to circle back. So- <laughs> yeah, I will
3: have to like read up on that one we'll and uh...
1: circle back, Jin Saki style, to that one. Um, <laughs> never mind. I, I mean,
3: it- still, Dase, all that bullshit. You know, I think all that shit's fake. So oh, it's, it's just loose for the masses.
1: I, I disagree. I think it's it's there's a lot there's a lot of play, and if there wasn't a lot of play, there'd be a lot more leaks of what's happening.
3: Um, I don't think anything's happening.
1: We will have to see, my friend. We will have to
3: see. I see. Honestly, I hope that I'm wrong about it. I say that all the time. I would love to be wrong about it. Unfortunately, that's just what my prediction is. I,
1: listen, I, you stand by your word. And there's a lot of people that disagree with me. And uh, I wholeheartedly believe that there are a lot of things going on. And we, the people, play a huge role in what's going on. Um, and we're seeing things that I have never seen in my entire life. People are awake at a level that I've never thought would ever happen. I was the crazy conspiracy friend. No one would listen to me. Now, James, you're crazy. Now it's the cool thing to do. Everybody's a conspiracy theorist now. You go out and talk to people they're like, holy shit. Yeah, I can't believe this shit's real. It's unbelievable. The division that the media portrays and, and social media portrays is not nearly as bad when you actually go out and talk to people. right interact with them like people actually feel the same way you do everybody's hurting the gas prices the inflation it's affecting everybody and it's something that i never thought would ever happen in my life like that people see the crowd like i love doomers i eat it up i'm like yes you see that everything's corrupt you see that everything is bad everything is evil these people suck you don't think anything's gonna happen fine that's awesome But guess what? If something does happen and you are wrong, you're not going to revolt and be like, this is tyranny. This is a military coup, this, that, and the other. You'll be happy. You'll be like, fucking, hey, it happened. And 90% of them are going to hop on the bandwagon and be like, yeah, I knew it was happening the whole time. I fucking knew. I fucking knew it. I was telling everybody we were going to win this thing every day. And I can't wait for that day because I do think something's going to happen. And, you know, you see what's going on. Are you familiar with the Myanmar situation? Have you kept up with that at all? Mm Mm-mm. You know what's going on in Myanmar? Mm
3: -mm.
1: Everything that we want to happen. Like what? Everything. So,
3: Like what?
1: Myanmar. Used to be known, if you're a Seinfeld fan, also known as Burma to me. It will always be known as Burma to me. I'm sorry. Um, Jerry says that. But Myanmar, they um, arrested all of their government officials. Uh, what's her name is it's do I still have it or did I delete it uh, nope I deleted it already Of course, no I have it here we go actually Ang San Su she just got an additional three years on top of her 17 year sentence that she had previously gotten for guess what guess guess what for what stealing and rigging an election mmm and she's good friends with Barry Satoro and Hill Dog and Joey Bag of Donuts. And there's her in her prison suit. Oh, look at her. Sucks to suck. And she's in jail, been convicted. But it gets even wilder, Maria. It gets even wilder. Tell me, James. So not only do they arrest all the government officials and uh, charge them with rigging the election, but they also um, they called for George Soros's arrest.
3: Ooh! And
1: assets and they also seized all of his open society foundations assets obviously he's never going to go there and face his charges right want to know why they did this tell me why because they were he was bussing in agitators to protest against the military taking over the government know what they also did in maria and and more maria
3: please tell me
1: they arrested all the heads of media for pushing oh propaganda that's incredible Pushing propaganda to the public, because in Myanmar, there are a population of 70 million people.
3: Where is Myanmar it, located?
1: Southeast Asia. Okay. And there are about 70 million people there. They're a major human trafficking hub. They use Dominion servers. Just, just a coincidence. Barry, just Satoru, coincidence. Barry Satoru was the first president to ever visit there. Hilldog and Bill visited while Barry was the president, not while Slick Willie was the president. Um, And they arrested all of their heads of media for pushing propaganda because the 70 million people, they didn't understand that the military was arresting them for stealing and rigging the election. And they were actually helping them because as soon as they arrested them, the general came out. was like, hey, this is what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, As soon as we get this all sorted out, we're going to hold a paper ballot election and allow the people to elect who they want as their officials. But -hmm. the people still revolted because the media was pumping propaganda. George Soros was busing in agitators and causing the people to, to riot and revolt and innocent people died needlessly because they were fighting against their military. Now in the United States, we have 330 to 360 million people. Now, as much as people are awake, if our military came in and saved the day and did anything, people are going to revolt and try to attack the military or do something. They're not going to just sit here and just be like, okay, this is cool. Like, especially as liberal leftists, Antifa is going to come. The BLM is going to come. There's going to be chaos and pandemonium. People are going to die needlessly. So right now what we're seeing, unfortunately, because Maria, we've been saying a lot of this stuff for many years that are crazy that's happening, and people are actually seeing it because it's happening to them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Seeing all these things happen to them and is directly affecting them. We've been screaming at the top of the lungs, hey, you guys are crazy. You guys are stupid. That's not happening here. And now they're like, wait a second, hold hold the fucking phone. This is cra- I can't believe this is happening. Like people are waking up left and right. Uh, look at this guy. Hold on. Where is this guy?
3: I, I mean, I have a whole theory on this a little bit. I mean, we could we can talk about in general, like the great thing about Q and the great thing about this whole like proverbial draining of the swamp is that it, it takes out our problem in this kind of one fell swoop. Because otherwise, in the absence of, of that type of hypothetical, we're talking about change that – in likelihood takes decades to achieve through the winning of elections and the changing of the garden that way. And that's in a hypothetical in which your elections are not rigged and there's integrity in elections. So fighting the good fight, the way that we have is a, where it's a lose, lose battle. You know, so? Well, like, like in a perfect world, what we're doing right now, uh, you know, if the government worked exactly the way that it should, if we were unhappy with something, we would vote out that person in the next election. And that's the way the government would would move with its checks and balances. Unfortunately, we have rhino politicians that make it this lifelong job of theirs, and they rig things and there's corporate money in elections and just all this huge bullshit that like it, it's not possible for somebody like you or I to rise up the ranks and get elected because of what we're saying and because of what we represent, because the system is rigged. So yes. in a perfect world, the change that we would want to effectuate takes decades. Q promised this draining of the swamp. Um, the purge promises unfortunately getting rid of people in this way so like what you're talking about right now is like, one of these kind of huge cataclysmic events that I don't can take the government it's out a
1: huge cataclysmic event happening i think I, I, I as as time has gone on um i've realized that if we had a saving moment event there would be no lasting change there would be no lasting change where people actually cared about what's truly important. They go very quickly back to their sports, their bread and circus, their Kardashians, and the new hot, trendy thing. And people because-
3: like ignorance. They, yes, they, they do. They want to is- be. They they want to be the guy, um, the bald guy in the matrix that's eating the steak. Like he he wants that. He wants to go back to it's that. It's
1: changing in a way that I've never seen before. People I agree are,
3: with you on that.
1: People are getting involved in local politics, their school boards, they're going to school like people used to just kick that shit down the curb and no one would go to those things. Now people are getting involved in their local communities because not only they is this affecting them in their pockets but it's affecting their children as well like they're coming after their children in a way where well,
3: i think pe- covid started that really you know oh, yeah. it opened it people's children. eyes right it opened people's eyes that exercise in control really opened people's eyes in a way where they were speaking out for their children for the first time in a way they hadn't anticipated um
1: but it's it's now at an amplified level like we've never so let me ask you this do you think that 2020 was the first time that they rigged the election
3: no, I think every election is rigged.
1: So do you think 2016 was rigged?
3: Yes. I think Trump won intentionally for sure.
1: So so I think 2020, I think I think they've right.
3: I like to view things through varying levels of the Psyop too. So like one day I could be a red pill romantic, the next day I can be like a black pill pragmatist. So like mm-hmm. you want to talk about the fucking yellow cube and like that alien technology? And like that ties into the Great Awakening for me. And like I can have a whole conversation on she like they never thought she was going to lose because the yellow cube was lying to Hillary. And that's why Trump won. But then I can also have a conversation where I think that Trump is an actor in the game and he won because he was supposed to win. And that was all a part of the movie. So I can't give you like a one fell swoop answer all the time because that's fine. Like all you go back
1: and forth that's totally fine it happens you gotta you gotta sort out these these ideas and what's going on and news unlocks unlo- a lot of different thoughts and a lot of people can't accept that they may be wrong in certain instances um it's hard for for a lot of people so the fact that you're able to say ah, i might be right here i might be right here that's uh not not many people could do that and i respect that um but for me the one thing that I look at is yes, it's been rigged for a very, very long time for a very long time. I always go back for me. One of my first wake ups was in 2004 when John Kerry and George Bush were running against each other, skull and bonesman. oh, it's rigged. The whole thing's rigged.
3: That was a massive loose event. And like the, the, um, (laughs) The hanging Chad and like what came thereafter.
1: Yeah. Well, th- yeah, no, well that no was Al- that was Al Gore and and, and Bush oh, in two thousand. Sorry, my it's, bad. Yeah, no, that's all right. That's all right. Uh, but Kerry and Bush are both skull and bonesmen, and I was like, all right, it's rigged. It's all fucking rigged." And then twenty sixteen came around, Trump won, and uh, then twenty twenty came around, and the rigging was so obvious that now a large portion of the country believes it was rigged and. Some people believe that's going to be fixed. Some people believe that they'll get away with it forever. And some people are never going to vote again because it's rigged. It's a reality. There's, it was so blatantly obvious. And the one dead giveaway that I truly believe that they would have never done if we did not, the people, we the people, and this is why we the people play such a huge role in this plan, didn't overwhelm them was when they stopped the count. They stopped it. And if they rigged it enough, they would have never stopped it because it was a dead giveaway. I remember going to bed. It's two o'clock in the morning. Trump just spoke. I'm like, Trump's up by 800,000 in Pennsylvania, 600,000 in Wisconsin. The only way they're going to pull this off after stopping the election is if they rig it so, so obviously that everybody knows. We wake up in the morning, vertical spikes, literal vertical spikes. They would have never stopped it. It was a dead giveaway. Like everybody was like, wait a second, they've never stopped election counts before. This is weird. That was a dead giveaway. And that goes to show that we, the people overwhelmed their rigging. We overwhelmed them. They did not expect it. Now, in 2020, I truly believe that they used every piece of ammunition that they had to rig the election. I don't think that they left anything on the table. I don't think they have anything left. Do you, do you, would you agree? Do you think that they used everything that they had?
3: Well, I mean, I, I, I again, I think every election goes the way that it's supposed to. So well, I don't know necessarily. I mean, it's rigged, definitely, but I think it it's supposed to be that way. Um, why so, would you expose
1: that to the public, though, that it's rigged? What's the purpose of exposing that to the public?
3: I don't think it's I don't I don't think the purpose of the rigging was to expose it to the public. I think the public I think I think the Great Awakening is real. And I think that that the vibration is raising higher as time goes on. And so I think that, that we were bound to wake up to it because it's so blatantly obvious. Yes. So do I think that they used everything at their disposal at their disposal? Yes. But I think they always do that. So I I, I, I don't think there's like light, light rigging by any means.
1: I think if they did, I don't think Trump would have got in, in, in 16. Um, And again, their actions speak very loudly. The things that they're doing to this guy, like they're desperately trying to keep him in the news. They're doing everything they can to stop him from continuing doing what he's doing. Why, what's the purpose? Like they could just let him go and do his thing. If they were truly in control, if they were truly in control, that's what they would do. But uh, so back to my point in 2020, I think that they used everything now in 2022 in the midterms and in 2024, um, there's uh, a lot of things that may not be available to them. And we'll see we'll see what happens. October's a big month. There's a huge ruling in the Supreme Court on who's allowed to change election rules. And if Supreme Court rules that it goes back to the legislators where the Constitution has written it, then that's going to be a major blow for rigging the election because a lot of the rigging that they used in 2020 they didn't use the, the mail in ballots like they did previously in previous elections or ballot boxes like they did in 2020 in previous elections they rigged it with the servers and the illegal immigrants the dead people just the small I mean, little the, there's
3: people. a great deal of ballots though because i mean that's that's really the whole point of covid the introduction of covid at the know. early part of january er, um 2020 was an order to get the mail-in ballot.
1: Without a doubt, without a doubt, but that's, I'm, that, that, go ahead.
3: I'm, I'm surprised that they've let COVID, that narrative die so quickly. I thought that they would ride it through no, the 2022 midterm election. I think that I thought they would at least try to, to like,
1: they had know, no choice.
3: fucking throw a Hail Mary.
1: They wanted but, to, and they tried. They tried to go back to masking in Philadelphia. They tried to go back to masking in California, and nobody was doing it anymore. Nobody was following along. The narrative, just people were not buying the bullshit anymore because right. they, they've been lying for so long that even the most hardcore liberals are not watching anymore. They're not tuning in. They're not watching. Like, see, Don Lemon, just got, demoted. That, Don but- Lemon just got demoted to daytime. He's not even on primetime. Their ratings are they're in, in the tubes. Nobody is watching. So Agreed. You- you, you you see you see these things and you watch people go through what they're going through that if Donald Trump was in office, they would not be going through. We wouldn't be seeing the gas prices. We wouldn't be seeing the inflation. We wouldn't be seeing the Ukraine situation, the Afghan situation, the border situation, all the things that are happening right now that are waking people up in, in ways that you and I could never do over the airwaves.
3: It's interesting, though, some of the things that you say, like, and this is just one little caveat that I know off the top of my head. Um, a lot of the issues that we had with gas prices in March and April of this year, I don't I haven't done a great deal of research after that, but it was just a post I did at the time uh, were due to like we had agreed to reduce um, our production in uh, basically a contract that Trump had signed while he was in office and an effort to like help promote uh mexico and its contribution uh in the oil in like the north american like nafta type thing so like a lot of the restrictions that we were under in the spring of this year about production of oil was actually based on an agreement that trump had signed during his presidency but nobody talks about that type of uh,
0: discussion
1: but even if gas prices went up a little bit, we still had, we were still energy independent under Donald Trump. We were exporting oil, uh, not importing. We were, ex- we were an exporter of oil. And Joe Biden came in and signed 80-plus executive orders. A large amount of them had to do directly with our energy department, including shutting down the Keystone Pipeline. Um, and these all directly affected the United States and gas prices. Now they're at crazy highs in in just a two year period of time. That doesn't happen unless it's done on purpose, like gas prices. Well, it's all done
3: on purpose. Come on now. Of
1: course, of course. But Donald Trump getting into office exposed. Like, think about it. Pre, you remember pre-Trump, it was five dollars a gallon in New York and New Jersey. It was six dollars a gallon. Even that's for regular. All of a sudden, we get it down to under two dollars. And then as soon as he leaves office, it goes back up. Why was orange man able to do it? And that showed people that it's possible. Like if Trump never came into office, Hillary came in, there would have been never, never have been that break of gas prices and low costs of goods and things. It would have been, oh, inflation kept going up, kept going up and up and up. And they would have used their 16 year plan in the way that they planned. Cause again, everything that's happening right now, if it happened over the course of eight years, instead of two, like we're seeing right now it'd be a lot easier to get it past the american public it'd be a lot easier to f- pull the wool over our heads because oh it's just part of life. this is what's happening holy shit! i can't believe how crazy like the world is getting right now
3: well i mean the thing about the the narrative of the blue the narrative of the left is like the welfare state so they they want you to be dependent upon your government they want you to be uh in a way where you have a need, a need in which you cannot fill, and the government is there to step in and fill that need for you. Mm -hmm. So by creating uh, an inflative type uh, economy, by raising prices in this way, by having housing bubbles, like everything that we have going on right now is a very intentional narrative that from a blue perspective continues to perpetuate the welfare state.
1: Oh, it's but it's it's both sides. It's the Uniparty. It's one hundred percent the Uniparty that's pushing this. They they all want it. They all want us relying on the government. They all want us to, the, the big. This is another purpose for COVID, and uh, part of their plan of what they were doing. They wanted to destroy the middle class. This is why small business was not able to operate. Yet these big box stores were still able to just be totally open, and it's fine, even if they're in the same parking lot, and it's it's no different. But They wanted to destroy the middle class. They wanted us literally to be, I always refer to it like Game of Thrones. Like you see, uh, what's her name, Cersei walking down going, shame, shame, shame. And that's the peasants yelling at the ruling elite. Like the ruling, they're sick and tired of the ruling elite and all the stupid nonsense they're getting involved. They want us to live in squalor. They want us to live uh, hand hand to mouth. All from the government. This is what they were trying to. They they want to do with the stimulus checks and having us live off the government in that way. And it's it's not going to work. I don't think they can lock us down again. They're trying for a climate change lockdown. That's the next thing that they're pushing for.
3: Well, climate change is kind of like an overarching narrative, in my opinion, that they can kind of pull on whatever oh. they want. Um, but yeah, it's. I think that's one of the yeah. biggest Lucius. Uh, money laundering schemes that has existed ever.
0: Well, I'm here to tell you now, Man Bear Pig is very real and he most certainly exists.
1: Super serial. Do you know what that's from?
3: That is from South Park.
1: Okay, good. Good. i was just going to yell at you if you didn't know. Like that joke is from over 20 years ago and it's still relevant today.
3: hmm That was the OG, the, the good South Park way back.
1: Oh, South Park is still good. South Park is still amazing. It's the greatest show ever. Um, but no, I it, it, this is the thing that they always go back to, and now they're pushing it even harder. The World Economic Forum is now calling for climate change lockdowns. and they're
3: Well, climate change you- is a narrative that they can use to spin whatever story that they want. You know, you want to talk about the ocean, cool. You want to talk about fires, cool. You Hurricane. want to talk about hurricanes. You want to talk about um, acid. You know what I mean? Like th- th- they can, they can push it in any sort of way. They could talk about your, you know, how fat you are, and tie that to climate change. The acne on your skin.
1: Uh, no, it, just it, like it, the- any
3: the- ailment whatsoever can be blamed on the climate.
1: They're doing the same thing with the jab. Oh, right. Uh, Snapping causes you to have blood clots now. And uh, thinking. Yeah, this is literally expanding. what they're doing. And they're giving breathing.
3: Kids- <laughs> Existing.
1: Pure blood for life. Maria, the fact that you're walking out here and you're pure blood, like I don't know why God doesn't snatch you up. your Blood's running around.
3: Hey, I'm so single. It's so sad.
0: It's unfortunate.
3: So I am swinging. I don't and get it over and over and over.
1: Well, you're giving your audience a lot of updates. You have well, no, you haven't actually. I haven't seen the chronicles of Maria's dating life on your.
3: Oh my god, it's such a fucking shit show. <laughs> a <laughs> fucking shit show like i i could write i was thinking about it the other day i was like i should write a series of short stories on all of these dudes and like put it together in a coffee table book i think it's
1: a brilliant idea probably sell you millions of copies right gotta find you one gotta find you one so talking about liberal policies like you were talking about earlier I came across this video of uh, this company that goes around to Oregon and they pick up needles.
3: Okay. Pull.
2: Look
1: at what they found.
3: This is in Portland, you said?
2: Yeah. I just wanted to give everybody a little example in Portland, Oregon. Uh, how much used rigs we clean up off the streets?
1: Garbage can fulls.
3: Wow!
1: Used needles. And how
3: long is this though?
1: I don't know, but Why still. Why is
3: his bare hand in there?
0: These.
1: I think they're all broken. The are needles. Remove
3: the needles.
1: I'm sure they have. It looks okay. like they're. All, it looks like they're all broken down. What the fuck? Yeah, these are all broken down and busted down.
2: Yeah, you're welcome. God bless you
1: those are all broken down that's Very crazy. Full. Those i haven't been guys. there huh
3: i haven't been there
1: on the, so i went to go visit our friend sam tripoli in la right um how is it he invited me to go on the show and i was like you know what if i'm going to do sam's show i don't want to do it on the over the internet la is a four-hour drive let's hop in the car Let's drive down there. Let's go hang out with Sam, and have a good time. And he's like, "Yeah, dude, come down." When he, was this again? Uh, this was in uh, June, maybe okay. May. Okay. Um, so me and my buddy Justin, rest in peace. We actually just had his ride over the weekend, his memorial ride. It was a lot of fun. But uh, I, I told Justin, I was like, "Yo, I need, I need a a, road, a roadie. Come with me. Like, I need someone to take this ride with me. Uh, I'm going to Sam Triple E's. Studio, and he's in the heart of Hollywood. And <laughs> so we drive down there. We get there. I am never going back to L.A. ever again. I grew up 20 minutes from Manhattan. I mean, Manhattan is gross. New York City is disgusting. But I am never going to L.A. ever again.
3: I don't like Los Angeles either.
1: The amount of used needles and human shit. Oh, really? Everywhere. Maria, there was homeless people sweeping around their homeless tents. I couldn't believe it. And every street, every street, tents everywhere, everywhere, every oh,
3: like where were, were y'all?
1: I was on Melrose. I was in the heart of Hollywood. Like I was on Sunset. I was on all the cool spots of in the entire city. Everywhere you went, it didn't matter. There was shit. There was needles. It was disgusting. I'm never going back. I'm never ever ever going back. It was disgusting. It was gross. And, and after seeing that video, I'm like, yep, that Portland sounds even worse than L.A. Portland sounds even worse. It was so bad.
3: I, uh, I haven't been to Los Angeles in a great deal of time, and I haven't experienced it like you did, but I just hated, like, it's so spread out, and there's so much traffic, and it takes an hour to go 10 miles, and it was just like, I was like, I don't want to be here. This isn't. Yeah, it sucked. It just, I did not like the vibe, I did not like the energy. It, I never want to go back.
1: It is awful. Don't you don't. I'm going go to New York
3: back. this weekend, though. Where in New York? Uh, Manhattan. For what? Well, Why would
1: you want to visit that shithole.
3: My mom and my best friend were going to Billy Joel, and then my yeah. best friend um, dropped out, so I didn't want my mom to go by myself or I by know. herself. Me. And so oh. now we're going to the Who. We're going to Billy Joel.
1: Oh, that's a fun weekend. Well,
3: I want to go, go to a blues bar. That's my goal.
1: What the fuck is going on here? It is awful. There we go. Um, blues bar, you can find whatever the fuck you want in New York City. There's literally everything. But I'm telling you right now, from what I've heard, New York, New York was a shithole when I lived by New York. And it's in, apparently an even bigger shithole now, uh, post-COVID. Uh, homeless people got have gotten way worse, and it's similar to LA. I've heard. I haven't been, actually. No, I can't. Report
0: back.
1: I was in the Bronx a little while ago for Yankees opening day. I went to the Bronx, and the Bronx was and the Bronx looked like the Bronx to me. The Bronx looked like the Bronx. It didn't look any different. Um, it really did. It was, it, <laughs> but uh, I, I'd have to be. I'm interested to see what it's like in Manhattan Times Square because. LA sucked, sucked. New York's. So we have to
3: have you back on. I'll tell you all about it.
1: Oh, we will. Well, New York disgusting. Have you ever been in New York City? Mm-hmm, I have. Pre China virus or post?
3: Pre China. Like my, I went there when I was eighteen. Like I've been a couple. I went sometimes. How many years ago? Uh, summer, Christmas, spring. So, you were, so
1: you've 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 been in New York City in the summertime?
3: I have, yes.
1: So. You've seen every block piled with trash taller than you are.
3: Not, I didn't really see it that much then. But I follow uh, a couple influencers that live in New York that I've just like seen over the years, like them post about it and stuff like that. So I have not experienced that New York shit, but I have the oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying, like I, I haven't seen the trash like that, but I assume that I will this weekend.
1: So it may not it, like right now is probably the it's September be chilly, actually September, October is the best time of year to go. Uh, right. Springtime is pretty good as well, but the winter and the fall and uh, the winter and the summer suck because the summer, you have all that hot trash just piled up and it's humid as fuck. So it's just smell. The whole city just smells like shit. Uh, it smells terrible and it's gross. And then the, the subways are disgusting. You just don't want to. I got a lot anything. of
3: warnings to not travel the subway yeah. from like, well, I, I call my all my followers, like the class. The class has been telling me to not.
1: I get heard on this way. bad now. I did a bu- I, so I did a bunch of my first time ever doing acid, I went to Brooklyn. Oh really? Yeah, I went to the Coney Island and um
3: by yourself or with no, friends?
1: So I went with we were going to the Brooklyn, we were going to this free concert. Most Deaf and Dead Prez were doing a free show in, in Brooklyn.
3: That was so deaf. I went, nice.
1: I went with my buddy Phil's. And as we're the day before we're leaving, he goes, "Yo, uh, this girl that I'm I'm kicking it with, she wants she's going to Brooklyn that same day. She's going to a mermaid parade on Coney Island.
3: A and mermaid
0: parade." Mermaid,
1: he's like, "We're gonna go to the mermaid parade, and then we're gonna leave the mermaid parade and go to the concert because the concert wasn't until later, and the mermaid parade was during the day." I was like, "All right, no doubt, let's go. We'll smoke some weed. It'll be a good time." And uh, we get we drive in to the, we drive to the train and we take the train into New York. And we're taking some subways over and we're on some subway platform. And my buddy Phil pulls me aside. He goes, listen, dude, we're all doing acid. We voted that you have to do it with us. We don't want you to be the only one not tripping and ruin our trip. Like you got to, you got to trip with us. Um, nah, dude, not happening. And he's giving me every excuse as to why, I need to do it. And he's like, I would never do you wrong. I've done this a million times. We've done mushrooms together, this, that, and the other. I'm like, nah, nah, nah. He, it got to the point where he was like, listen, if you don't take this willingly, I'm putting it in the Jack Daniels and you're going to trip regardless. I said, it's like that dude. He goes, yeah, it's like that. So I take the tab. We go to Coney Island and every, this is like comic-con for mermaids and seahorses and sea th- seashell things everybody was decked out as mermaids and starfishes and I am tripping my dick off and all these people are walking around and it's pouring rain we go on the beach to go smoke some weed we find an umbrella that was in the garbage it was in the garbage for a reason because it was halfway broken why, why are you hiding?
3: I was just being mysterious and so nobody what saw me do it
1: why the fuck are you hiding? <laughs> like, what the fuck is this bitch doing? <laughs> Go ahead. And,
3: uh, I'm going to sneeze. We here stood under this
1: go. umbrella that had all wires in like one little section that had umbrella. And we we'll <laughs> leave to go to the concert, which we never made it to. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. G- geez.
3: I sneeze Bless like that you. every time.
1: Bless <laughs> you. Get yourself together. Collect yourself.
3: Okay, I'm back.
1: So I walk under the subway to go to the the concert. And when you walk on, there's a person here to my left and a person here to my right. Person on my right, she was a seahorse. Definitely a fucking seahorse. So I turn around, I grab her. I said, what are you doing on the subway? Let's go get you back to the water. Let's get out of (laughs) here. Tripping my dick off. And uh, my friends pull me off and we go three or four subway carts away. They're like, yo, you just chill the fuck out. Uh, yeah, that was the first time. Leave the starfish alone. Leave the seahorse alone. Yeah, yep. leave the seahorse. Ho- lo- she was a seahorse. I'm telling you right now. It's Comic Con. I don't know what the hell was going on, but it was a great time. But it New York City, like a good time. Subway tripping, tripping on acid was uh, very interesting. i will just say that.
3: Do you guys want to know something special? Sure. We, you alluded to it in the beginning. James was my shaman for my first acid experience because I did it by myself. At my apartment, and I have to report, I still haven't done acid with anyone else. I still haven't, I've like got mushy on mushrooms, but not like a heroic trip with another person yet.
1: We gotta, we gotta trip. We gotta change that. We gotta change that. Where's
3: the man that wants to like do acid with me? And you know,
1: where we need to change that because, uh, I love doing acid, it's a lot of fun. I've done, I can't believe you done did it by yourself. I literally told you when you were tripping. I was like, I can't believe you're doing
3: this. I by did you're it. I've done it like multiple times by I myself. I kind of like have, it though.
1: I've I've only done it done acid with people. I've never done a solo trip. I've never done I a solo trip. Peel back
3: layers of the simulation by myself.
1: I've never done a solo trip. I don't know if I could. I don't know if I could. I actually, I can't say that because uh, when Megan came to town. She's actually coming in November, and I cannot fucking wait. That's you should,
3: exciting. You when should
1: book a trip to Vegas, uh, and come. When is but, it? Uh, she's November, like at, uh, tenth to the fifteenth or something like that.
3: Okay, my birthday's uh, the twenty-first.
1: I leave for the Bahamas on the twenty-first
3: hmm you so fancy
1: yeah going to the bahamas so i don't hopefully we could there's still going to be a show but probably not because nick and ann i don't know if they can run a live show um but they're coming to town but the first time they came to town uh i gave anthony my co-host his first tab of acid he did acid with me and he's on the east coast so it's way earlier for him They're way later for him than it is for me. So, like, we take the tab acid probably at six o'clock. The guy falls asleep at 10
3: 10 (laughs) o'clock. God love him.
1: I'm peaking. I'm peaking. And I'm sitting here in my house. We were all partying. Everybody was at the house. And at like 10 o'clock, everybody left. So I'm sitting in this, this house all by myself, tripping my balls off, going from a very loud party atmosphere to complete silence. Nobody's around. And it was a wild, wild experience. But yeah, I had spent the next, like, five hours by myself, and I took a lot of acid that day, a lot of fucking acid. But, yeah, when she comes to town, that's what we do.
3: Nice. Yeah, it's
1: a lot of fun. We party. She's getting an air because her whole team, she's getting an award for Kush Creams.
3: Oh, good for her!
1: Cool in the game. She's getting an award out here in Vegas. I think at, at MJ BizCon she's getting an award. Um, good for Megan. So she'll be out here, um, and we're gonna party. It's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be a lot of fun. She's probably listening right now. Actually, she listens every week.
3: Sup, girl? Love you, baby.
1: Yep. Um. So, have you? Are you gonna watch Hocus Pocus like every other basic bitch out in this world? Are you one of those?
3: I am not one of those. I will I
1: love you.
3: I don't I don't play in those games. This is why I love you. <laughs> this
1: is why I love you. Every no, female right now is like, "Oh, I can't wait to watch."
3: Hocus I didn't give a fuck about it and then I I saw that it received bad reviews from some of the influencers I follow.
1: Well, before we get into the hocus pocus thing cuz I want to talk about this then, have you heard about the Netflix show Bros?
3: Bros. Who's in it?
1: I don't know who the fuck is in it. I just know that it's a show on Netflix called Bros, and it's about two gay dudes.
3: Oh, okay. In what regard?
1: I have no fucking idea. But what I do know is that it totally bombed. It's get, getting terrible reviews, and this the director saying it's getting ter- terrible reviews. Oh, and because- they got a
3: ninety percent on Rotten Tomatoes.
1: Oh, because Rotten Tomatoes, yeah, they're they're really good. <laughs>
3: No, I don't know. It's got a uh, Billy Eichner in
1: it. I don't know who the fuck that is.
3: Okay, anyways.
1: But the director came out and said the reason why it's doing so poorly is because this country is homophobic.
3: Oh, okay.
1: Hey, you didn't hear this? No. Yeah, everybody's homophobic. This is why no one watches Bros on Netflix and it's doing so, so poorly.
3: Interesting.
1: Yeah, it's fucking wild. And then Hocus Pocus this fucking bitch is out here talking about Hocus Pocus. The whole premise of Hocus Pocus is like capturing kids and stealing their energy.
3: Right, Louche? Yeah. And Right
1: right up right up your alley.
3: Coming out this weekend, but I couldn't help but to notice something when I saw the title. And it might just be a coincidence, but I don't really believe in coincidences especially when it comes to Hollywood. So this is the cover of the first one. Pay close attention to the title. And here is the second one. Ooh, a little spiral action. They added a nice little swirl in the O. But if you know anything about symbolism, that is not just any swirl. That is an official FBI-declared pedophile symbol. So you're telling me that a movie about witches gathering children in order to suck the life out of them to look younger just coincidentally has an official FBI pedophile symbol in the title?
1: just coincidentally
3: just a coincidence
1: ah, no big deal nothing to see here folks nothing happening nothing happening.
3: no see i'm at the point where i just like don't I don't want to give my energy to things like that whatsoever. I was actually having this conversation with human vibration the other night on my podcast that like, I'm getting to a point where I don't even like watching certain types of violence anymore. Like if I know like some sort of like violent scene is coming up in a movie, I just kind of like avert my eyes because I just really, Uh uh-huh. like I don't even want to see it. Like all the killing and shit and all the stuff we watch. I just, I don't even want to watch that.
1: It affects your energy that much. Mm-hmm. Ant's the same way he doesn't even he does not partake in any of that um,
3: if no. I just don't want to watch it I'm just like like I'm putting these like thoughts into my subconscious if, like i would tried to watch Dahmer just to like see uh, what it was about and be able to like talk about it if it was brought up but I, every time I turn it on I watch it for 20 minutes and I'm just like why why would I subject myself to this
1: yeah it's some pretty evil shit it's some pretty mm-hmm. fucking weird evil shit that he's into. And Tony Podesta is just hanging out with his statue on his wall, hanging in gold. Right. <laughs> no big deal. Casual. These people are just regular, regular old people. Uh, you know, no big deal. So tell me, Maria, what have you been talking about on your show lately? Cause uh, you like to uh, talk about some wild and funky weird shit. That's off the cuff. And nobody's really talking about so let's let's back.
3: well let's see uh i recently hv and i talked about just like the idea of serial killers just kind of being like a psyop you know there's some great um
1: i well i think cia
3: right i have this great meme that talks about okay if we assumed that like one of the world was satanic and we assumed that like one percent of that one percent believed in like sacrifice in some way it's just it's this whole whole thing where you go to like one percent of one percent of one percent and you essentially see how a million people a year could die just like that um mm-hmm. if they believed in like ritual killings or something like that If just like the one percent of the one percent of the one percent participate So H.D. and I were attempting to have a conversation where we were just saying, like, what if serial killers aren't real? Like, what if that's a whole psyop that, like, yes, people are dying. Like, I'm not discounting that, like, certain things happened. And there are people that remember things in certain ways for sure. But I just don't necessarily think that, like, the way things are portrayed or the way things happened.
1: Fear fear is a large currency for these evil fucks.
3: Well, I mean, you get above a certain level where money no longer means things. So what are the currencies thereafter? There's power. There's a like your attention is uh, a currency. Energy is a currency. Uh, so it's all um, all there for the taking. But I'm a big... You know, I think people get tired of the word louche And I'll be honest with you, I get a little tired of it too. I don't know what other like... What I can replace it with at times. But I'm really just... I know you love Trump, and I know you love—I love politics too. But like, politics is so theatrical to me.
0: It is. It's it's, uh, it's
3: hard for me to invest in the outcome when I just don't give a fuck about anything these days.
1: So, what do you give a fuck about? Nothing. Love. The search—the searching quest for it.
3: Helplessly romantic. Uh, he, loving my dog that's about it
1: how's P doing
3: P money he got a new knee he is the bionic boy and we're like good to go
1: he had a knee surgery on he the dog
3: knee surgery in late July and we had a checkup appointment last week and we're Gucci baby
1: yeah he can be just a regular pup, a puppy dog just running around
3: jumping around running around he's in basically limping for like a year so this is like incredible.
1: Oh, that's awesome. That's amazing. I wish I could. But
3: yeah, some. he's the, I've had him for, he'll be 12 in January. I've had him since he was born. He's the only consistent man in my life. Uh,
0: but you it's know me, you. I just,
3: you, I love really. love. I, uh, I travel, I go to concerts and I look for my soulmate.
1: And you strike out everywhere. It's unbelievable. Strike out everywhere. It, it's unbelievable. You must have it like really a, a vagina it. or something.
3: I really do. It's really great.
1: <laughs> it's really great. It's really fantastic.
3: Really she's real great. She's
1: she's she's really fantastic. Um. <laughs> so then what? So so what? What's what direction are you going to take the Maya Maria show then? Because it it was a lot about Lucian that entailed a lot of politics because that's where all the Lucian going from these days
3: i mean i like to talk about everything you know uh i like to think of myself as the observer so i'm You're here cool. um i don't know exactly where i'm going with it but i'm here i'm back i'm attempting to be consistent i got my fucking face out here you know i uh did this whole huge post on the hoover dam back in like august and mm-hmm. this bitch took my post and just read it on TikTok. just read it like did no research of her own uh just literally read what i put verbatim didn't tag me didn't give me any credit and she had like six or seven hundred thousand views and i was like bitch fuck you because
1: tiktok fuck. is is that's what tiktok does now like you can tiktok is the new social media they want everybody going over there i refuse i will not
3: but i'm just saying like I get really, I still get anxiety about putting my face out there and, and being here. But I see that, and I'm like, fuck, I, I okay, I gotta like get my shit together. Yeah. I gotta my camera out. I gotta get my ring light out. Like, there's no reason why like that's not happening for me. You know.
1: Maria, so. Did we not have this conversation with me when you were anonymous, like a year and a half ago, two years ago? Like, yeah. I need to get in front of the camera and feel, I hate doing it. It's I don't so like forward. doing it hate I, it yeah I hate it. I don't like talking to the fucking camera like such a
3: boom, you know
1: yeah I'm that's not who I am I'm, I'm I like just to hang out and enjoy the moment I'd rather put my phone down
3: yeah so I feel uh I, I'm I'm testing my own limits you know and I'm oh, um, trying to yeah. to see what feels right but you know I still work my full-time job and I so am trying to figure out pantsuit. the balance
1: slaying in your pantsuit
3: Mm-hmm, slaying in my pantsuit.
1: That's what you're doing all day, just slaying in your pantsuit, high heels in your pantsuit. But, you
3: know, I'm a, I'm a 3D NPC nine to five, and then mm-hmm. I LARP on the internet uh, the rest of the time, and I look for love.
1: Is it really LARPing anymore though?
3: No, it's not. I'm just trying to be funny.
1: It was funny when you were when you actually were LARPing. Now you're now it's IRL. It's IRL LARPing.
3: IRL. Mm-hmm. Here we well, are. I
1: love. I love that you're actually not anonymous. I I actually love it. I think it's better. Thank People you. I think it's it worked out better for you. Uh, the a good thing came from a very bad thing. Correct. Uh, it's very very unfortunate the way it happened. Cause I, I was always telling you you got to come out out behind the camera. Always telling you. And, you were.
3: Uh, it was. Uh, it's just fun to. It's nice to be in control. You know, I had I ones? had a whole plan, you know, I was going to do it my way, but, my you know, feet way. to the fire, here we fucking are. Everything's nope. a lesson, you know?
1: Where's the horse mask? I was expecting that to come oh, out. Oh, yeah, the
3: old no. unicorn.
1: That was the original plan to get you on camera, was to put the fuck. And in. then I
3: put it on, and I was like, there's no way I could podcast in this.
1: Nope, just a horse head and tits. That's all you were. It was fantastic.
3: Those are the days.
1: Good times, good times.
3: Good times, um, great oldies.
1: What time is it?
3: It's almost 9 o'clock my time.
1: Almost 9 o'clock your time, wow. Did anyone in wow. the chat
3: have a question?
1: Does anybody in the chat have questions? We could take some questions from the chat. There's some people in the chat on Rumble. What do you guys say we got?
3: Ooh, my leg.
1: What would you do to your leg?
3: Oh, it's just like, it's bent funny. I'm, I'm stretching.
1: What do you think about that beluga whale Lizzo?
3: like in general or
1: in general. And in recent memory of her twerking with the never played crystal James Madison.
0: Flute.
3: You know, I'm at a place where I really respect self-expression in the sense that like I grew up in such a, a very particular box, you know, and I w- was supposed to grow up to be this very particular person in this small town in Tennessee. And I broke out of that. Obviously here I am, the fucking goth uh, in my thirties. And so when I see people out there that are just being themselves and dressing however the fuck they want and kind of breaking out of these like preconceived paradigms, I, that like lights me up. It makes me smile. Like, I respect that so much because I used to be that person who wouldn't do, who would have never dressed in all black which the way that I do now. It, it doesn't seem like such a big deal, but like I finally used to dye my hair dark and a little bit darker and a little bit darker. And I wanted it to be black so bad. And then one of these days I finally said, fuck it. So Lizzo being a big old girl and like throwing it all out there. It's probably healthier that she's skinnier, yeah. But like at the end of the day, like I don't fucking care what she does. It doesn't bother it's me. I put energy into it. There is a man out there that wants to fuck her. Unfortunately, there is not a man. Out there
0: that wants well, to I fuck wonder. Me. I always
1: wonder <laughs> if female, like, like for example, Lizzo or or Oprah Winfrey or Rosie O'Donnell, do they get groupies like men? get groupies like famous men get groupies does that happen do you think that there's like lines in the lobby to get at lizzo yeah
3: yeah, yeah for sure like i think there, are, there men. are men that would let her piss on them you know i think there are men that would would literally you know
1: a lot of things that's definitely not one of them
3: i'm saying like i think that there are there are varying levels of fandom you know and especially yeah, so like, at that level, she's gonna have it every type of level of fandom that exists.
1: So do you think that like she goes to hotels and when she comes out to the lobby, there's a bunch of thirsty dudes out there trying to get at Lizzo? I like,
3: don't think like, the numbers are quite the same like it would be for the traditional male. But yes, I do think there are some thirsty dudes that want that ass. Like
1: Oprah Winfrey just
3: you They'll know, she's hit
1: around and, and dudes are just
3: but Oprah Winfrey's a less in my opinion.
1: Oh, she's hundred percent. for sure. But still, like, like Missy Elliott. You think like dudes are out here waiting for Missy Elliott to come around?
3: Every, there's a someone for everyone. Not me again. But there's someone <laughs> for everyone.
1: Athletes and famous actors like <clears throat> they go they go places, and they literally girls. Th- <coughs> excuse me, throw themselves at them. Like, they literally, like, when Donald Trump says he could just grab them by the, like, in context, it makes sense. Women just throw themselves. Yeah, and there's, like, a
3: hallway lined with women, like, that would follow him to his room if they were allowed.
1: I'm curious as if this, to see if this happens for people like Lizzo. Like, is there a hallway of men? You think so? Yes. There's guys, suitors waiting outside, like, it's Bachelorette. And Lizzo gets the pick of the litter, like, oh, you're coming with me tonight? Yes. I I would love somebody to confirm that because
3: <laughs>
1: that's the I mean, okay, so
3: like same take take Those the fat men. chick out of it if you don't think it's her. I mean, I think it happened. It would happen for. I even wonder if it, for- I think it would happen for Britney Spears. It would happen for Stevie Nicks. It would happen for. Uh,
1: I wonder to to what extent though. I I I could see it happening, but I don't think on the same level.
3: No, I I already said that. It's, not, it's different, but it's still the same. The numbers guess, are different.
1: I guess, but like if you're going to go and wait in line to try to get picked by a famous celebrity, why would you go wait in line but get picked by Lizzo or wait in line to get
3: picked I, think, by- I mean you have a so you, you don't you're not attracted to her. there are people that are. Yes, I
1: guess, I guess it's disgusting. it's gross. We, our Friday show do about
3: that. Who cares? You,
1: you wouldn't like our Friday show. <laughs> you would like our Friday show. We're very mean.
3: I, I can talk shit with the rest of them. I just I find it a little loosey for myself these days. I and just, and you know, I, I don't I don't it doesn't do anything to, for me to call oh, a female
1: I just have issues with them shoving this this healthy in our face. Like if it like I have a really hard time with it. It's very bad. Uh, our country is morbidly obese. Agreed. And for anybody to sit here and say that this is okay and flaunt that it's okay, like Lizzo does, um, like that's yeah. How but I
3: mean, do you say the same about your fat actors? Do you say the same um, about your big yeah. overweight athletes?
1: Well, yeah, absolutely. If they're out here promoting that this is healthy, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Look at look at the guy, what's his name? Who is in? Uh, Boy meets world and he was in remember the titans and american history x he was a fat slob and his now his story now is he turned his life around now he's yoked he's huge he's jacked out of his mind he's got a lot of fat like skin but he's really jacked like he understood that it wasn't healthy and i have all respect in the world for people that realize that they're living an unhealthy lifestyle and they're trying to change it but if you're going to sit here and promote that like, Oh, this is totally okay. And totally normal. And you should be, you know, body positive and body acceptance because this is what, what is okay. Like that's a, that's a wrong message. And I'll never be able to agree with it because we we're not living a healthy lifestyle. Uh, No one is me included. I I don't, I don't eat the best that I should. Um, I I'm more conscious uh, than most, but I still love ice cream and, eating shitty foods like i I, i'm a fat boy at heart i go through
3: cycles of like apathy and then cycles of caring but i think you have a a i'm a bachelor though you have to understand like i literally live like a bachelor um but if i was with somebody i would be more conscientious but by myself i truly just don't give a fuck
1: usually it's the opposite
3: Oh, no. like like, i'll out. take care of Peyton. i do everything for Peyton, but i might not feed myself for a couple of days or i might spend you know hundreds of dollars on food on a couple of days like, i i i can do all sorts of i'm a, all
1: over the place you get all over the place. All over this fucking place but usually it's the opposite usually like people try to take care of themselves extra extra when they're single to try to find a suitor and then when they find somebody they let themselves go
3: yeah That's i'm completely the complete huh I'm the complete opposite. Yeah, I'm like, years,
1: like, I just like want to cook.
3: I don't want to cook by myself, but it's like if it, you were there, I would cook anything you wanted. I'd cook you like a 10 course meal every night.
1: Me? What are you cooking for me?
3: Literally whatever you want. Like you name it, I can make it.
1: I don't believe What's your specialty? What's your favorite dish to cook? Like, uh, you-
3: I, I'm i a like, I can cook for like 20 people or I can cook for like no one at all. Uh, I'm, I'm, at your house.
1: At- I'm at your house, date night. You date, got a guy night? At the house. date night guys at the house you're trying to get laid what do okay, you count- what am i
3: making i probably make you like pasta you know like a homemade sauce yeah. you, know, you know i'll probably too. make you actually if i want to show off i'll make you two different pastas i'll make you a red and a white and i'll kind of like surprise you with it
1: you're getting you're getting crazy now
3: yeah that, that's <laughs> that would be the shit that i would do i did that recently um but yeah, yeah i yeah. I like to host parties and I like to entertain, I'm but not not for myself. Won't do shit for myself.
1: Oh, I'll eat ramen by myself.
3: Oh yeah, yeah, for sure.
1: But I I'm the same way. I love to entertain. I love the we just had a barbecue yesterday, Saturday, and yesterday people were all at the house for for our friend Justin. It's my favorite. I love mm-hmm. entertaining. I'm just like you, but yeah, you know you know me too well, Pasta. Yeah, yeah. You're getting late. You're getting late with, with an idea like that. Um,
0: hundred <laughs> percent, one thousand.
3: If I was really showing off, I'd make some homemade bread, and <sighs> then uh, like a bruschetta. Uh, because I like to yeah. roast tomatoes and some sort of homemade um, dessert.
1: What's dessert's a big deal to me? I'm a dessert person. What are you making for dessert? I
3: don't know. It depends on the vibe. I I like to make mini cheesecakes sometimes. So I might do that if I'm trying to impress you. No. Or um I can bake. It just it would depend on what you like. I would ask you. Give me like a top top three flavors and I would go from there. Okay. See, boys, slide into my DMs.
1: Yeah, let maria take care of you <laughs> yeah that sounded fucking delicious <laughs> sit there and smoke some weed I, I i cook at my house
3: oh my god yeah smoke a joint share a bottle oh, of wine together oh, <laughs> just oh, oh i like to make creme brulee i love creme brulee
1: Always good but i like it,
3: take a fucking blowtorch out
1: I right. got you right here do some dabs hey, brulee yeah, um,
3: dabs and cream brulee. That's like the Netflix chill dabs and cream brulee.
1: Sounds like a good night pasta. That yeah. sounds delicious.
3: Come on that's over.
1: Way, yeah, gentlemen, gentlemen, slide in Maria's DMs. <laughs> Get after it. Um, you guys are stupid. I don't know what, what the fuck you're doing. You've you're but you but it's funny, you pick the craziest fucking dudes, like you picked the weirdest. do
3: I do they pick me you know I think I I, I've done so much like self-work and like I've really been working on my shit for the last two years and I still keep attracting like the craziest
1: people the weirdest fucking people
3: I have the wildest experience but you know I um I put something on my stories sometime within the last like two or three months and I was talking about some sort of like wild crazy experience I had and I was kind of I think lamenting at the time that I was a little sad it didn't end up the way that I wanted with like some man at the end but somebody sent me a message they were like you live the most incredible life like you're single you do everything I wish I could do like I'm I'm thank you for putting this out there like I love watching that type of thing kind of like I'm jealous but not saying I'm jealous and I was just like you know what like that like put me in my spot so hard and so quickly with like such a simple thing it was like I do live a fucking incredible life. Like, I gotta sit here. I gotta enjoy the ride. Like, does it work out the way I want to all the time? No, but like, I always come out with like a fucking wild story at the end of the day. So, I uh, I live a very nice life. Very appreciative. Very grateful. Plenty,
1: plenty of fun stories to tell people.
3: Yeah, hopefully yeah. some more after this weekend.
1: Up in New York, an the-
3: NYC baby.
1: Well, you better you better make sure that you're asking. Who's juiced and who's not juiced because that place is loaded. Oh,
3: yeah, I know, right? But here's the thing. I have a whole theory. Within five minutes of meeting you, I can tell you if it'll ever work. So in that five minutes of time, like, I'm going to know if you're the person that got juiced or not. I can I can pick that up really quickly.
0: Am I'd I still, still going to, to ask?
3: Yes. I do but... not want
0: to smoke
1: weed now. I'm like, yo, anybody's got jabbed yet and I won't smoke with you.
3: No. Nah. Oh, really? I will That's not. interesting. So I will but not. um, you know, it's a you know that you you know by talking to somebody, you know by you know, do they work for corporate America? Then yeah, they yeah. got jabbed. But do they reasons. do they tell you about how they made a vaccine card and used it to travel the world? Obviously, you're you're somewhere else. It, 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 it's a vibe that we put out. I think, in my opinion, you could
1: definitely pick up on on most people, 100. percent But some people, you'd never know, and some people you talk to them and they're so against it and all of a sudden they're like, yeah, I got the Johnson and Johnson or the Pfizer. I'm like, wait a second. What? You just told me how you think it's the craziest fucking thing. I I dated
3: someone like that this summer. They were like, I'm, they're like a free thinker. They, um, thought outside the box, uh, self-employed, you know, Mm -hmm. was, Mm -hmm. but they still got the jab. And I was just like, why did you do like, he was like, well, I just, I thought that's what I was supposed to do. Like there was just no like I don't know. Oh. So NPC is both like a state of mind for me and a uh an actual non-player character and I think we can all dip down into NPC states of mind from time to time and I just like looked at this person and I was like you are such yeah. a fucking NPC right now. So I don't know.
1: I think if you made that decision you're all, you were always an NPC just doing what you so were Do you told. think that
3: you can do you think an NPC is redeemable or always an NPC?
1: I think you could break free out of being an NPC. And once you break free in most cases, and I, I obviously there's probably exceptions to the rule, but in most cases you, <clears throat> you, you stay out of being an NPC. Maybe you have NPC moments where you're just in the moment, but on like important things like a jab, it's tough. That's tough. Um, you know so i i get what you're saying i think like there's certain moments like there's times when i'm watching sports and i just want to put my phone away and not think about what's going on and i just want to
3: yeah like that's more. a little 3d like I, I can if i get into like my lawyering you know and i'm just like grinding out and working like that's very 3d and like can be NPC to me
0: like well,
3: if, if i were to think i was depressed you know and like to to kind of wallow in my depression that that for me is like a little, me being a little NPC.
1: I wouldn't even really call it being an NPC though. Like I really wouldn't because while you're doing that, you're still operating at a higher level than most.
3: Oh, for sure. I agree with you on that. That's just how I classify it.
1: I I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Um, and I do the same thing. It's like, I realize, especially doing what we do, um, for me especially talking about all the evil shit like we're, we're we've been so n- knee deep in the politics and everything that's going on
3: completely desensitized
1: yeah completely desensitized to everything 100% but at the same time i have to work very hard this so we started a show called winning wednesday with me and garrett from sergeant and samurai um and it's all about positive mentality you know victim over victor over victim mentality uh entrepreneurship this is where george McDougall comes out it's our YouTube show, um, but I cherish my mornings because I, every morning I actively work on keeping my mind right, and I'll put on things that pump positivity into my ears first thing in the morning, so I'm not immediately looking at my phone and seeing all the negative things that are going on and bombarded by all this negative energy as soon as I wake up because it's very easy my good friend, Justin from cannabis and combat. He just took his own life because the negativity got to him and we oh, just, I'm so sorry. Uh, I, I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, and, uh, we had a ride for him yesterday because, you know, he was going through a really, really hard time. He had a rough, rough childhood and he was really going through it. So he covers, he covers news and politics like we do. And we were actively trying to do things that were not related. So we started doing these bike rides we get pedal bikes, like actual pedal bikes, and we just ride around Fremont and downtown Las Vegas, smoking weed and drinking beers and party and lit- blasting music out of our speakers, just having a great fucking time and just forgetting about all the negative shit and evil shit that's going on, and we're just enjoying the moment. And we just had a great ride for him yesterday. So many people came out. It was like 45, 50 people turned out, and it was it was amazing. It was a, or two days ago, it was a Sunday, I'm sorry. Time's fucking flying. And uh, we did things like that. And I realized I took time, like sports was a big part of my life growing up. A very, very big part. I did nothing but sports. Right. All I cared about. And me and my father, we have a big relationship around sports. You know, when I was born, I wasn't even put in a baby gown. He put me in a Don Mattingly baseball jersey. Um, It was like part of being uh, a curry in my household. And when sports, when I cut sports out of my life, because I was very, uh angry at the agenda that they were pushing and frustrated with where they were going with sports and I knew it was bread and circus the whole time but at the same time I still enjoyed it and when I stopped doing it what I realized is that I didn't miss the sports I missed the bonds that I had like around. the
3: camaraderie and the
1: Around the sports, like the relationship my father just talking back and forth about sports, or playing fantasy football with my friends back home in New Jersey, like those are the things that I missed. It wasn't necessarily the sports, and there is a time and place for the bread and circus type of entertainment. And we need to be able to separate ourselves because otherwise, we're fighting for for not. What are we fighting for? Like we're fighting miserable. We're fighting to just sit around and twiddle our fucking thumbs it just can't supersede what's truly important. And I think that's what a lot of people are realizing that the sports are, are good. They bring people together. And, you know, I always reference nine 11, what brought so many people together after that event and brought, brought so much Patriot patriotism out with the sporting events that happened shortly after the baseball games, the football games, there's time and place for these things. And you have to learn how to separate yourself from the, politics the loose of all that going on and enjoy the moment with the company that you keep because that's what we're fighting for no matter what you're doing everybody's got different interests i gotta say
3: that sometimes with music uh separating the art from the artist
0: you know like
3: i'm I'm a i'm a huge led zeppelin fan i have been my whole life and like i'll post a song on my stories and somebody will come back and be like oh but they're satanic yeah they are but like when i listen to them i'm not putting forth negative energy i'm not putting forth satanic energy i'm not i'm not manifesting any of that whatsoever so like that separates me art from the artist so like you go to a sport you participate in it is a little bit lushy yeah is it the best thing we could be doing i don't know whatever but like if you're making memories with dad like I get it. I I'm here for the argument. We can't like. I don't want to be Neo on the ship eating gruel for my whole life. Like there has to be
0: a balance. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, we've talked about it before. Like we both enjoy the movie Goodfellas or Casino. Robert De Niro's uh, evil pedophile uh, allegedly.
3: You know I fucking love Forrest Gump. I love yeah. Forrest Gump. That's what I'm Tom saying. Hanks. I got to separate have,
1: the art from the artist sometimes. You have to, you have to. And, and regardless of your intentions, of your energy, that's why they do the things that they do. They use the energy regardless. This is why they have the big Super Bowl events and everybody, even though they're giving them good energy during the Super Bowl halftime with these ritual ritualistic halftime shows, like everybody's enjoying it, smiling, putting out positive energy. They're using it for negative intentions and negative uh, purposes. Um, but at the same time, if you deprive yourself from those things, you're going to be a miserable fuck. You're going to hate life. Like I, I love music. I'm like you, I, there's so many, so many, like it it makes me sick. I I loved punk music growing up because it was anti-establishment. I love, that was one of the things I loved about punk music because I was always anti-establishment. I always hated big, big government. And now all these big punk bands are I'm now such
3: little bitches, you to know,
1: to get to go, go to our show, this, that, and the other. It's yeah, like, what all, were
3: you singing about?
1: Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I, my, it's in time, I still love, yeah, I still love some of their music. I'm like, man, like, why are you such a cuck? But I have to separate the art from the artist, uh, in a lot of sense. And it took me a long time to do that. And a lot of people who just woke, in, woke up in 2020, it's, I'm telling you, it's going to take you longer than a couple years. It took me many years to do that. Um, Cause I stopped watching Goodfellas. I stopped listening to certain music for a while. I stopped watching sports. Um, it was, and I was miserable. I hated life. Like I had nothing to look forward to. It was tough. Like all, all my friends were doing all the normie stuff. And I was like, it's all
3: about balance. You just got to figure out what works for you and what you're going to put your energy into. And
1: but it's important that we figure out a way to do that, though, because if, right. you don't, if you can't figure that you are going to be miserable, you're going to hate yourself. Um, and I agree. It's tough sometimes. It's tough to separate that. And Led Ze- I like Led Zeppelin, too. And I was me and Mick were actually playing some Led Zeppelin over the weekend at the barbecue. But they're satanic pieces of shit. So uh, Maria, we've been coming up, and we're coming up on almost two hours. We definitely right. to do this again, and uh, I'm waiting to get the invite. You texted me like when you started doing your shows again. You're like, "Let's do a show." I said, "All right, tell no, me but it I
3: even did. still took me time, so I'm getting there." I just had HV on, so oh, you I just slowly, aged- yeah, like I'm two nights ago.
1: For- I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for it's the. It's coming, baby. I'll, I'll be ready. I'll be okay. ready um but it was a lot of fun having you on we definitely got to do this again and hopefully the boys will be joining me next time Uh, thank you
0: for
1: having me i'm glad you came on um we'll be back next week shout out to maria where where can everybody find you one more time
3: so it is at my maria 777 that's Instagram, that's Twitter, that's my podcast. I'm everywhere but Spotify. Follow me on my YouTube channel. Go to mymaria.com, mymaria777.com and sign up for my email. And my backup on Instagram is called the Oracle333.
0: We did it. We did it, Joe.
1: Thank you so much for joining us, Maria. Shout out to our sponsors, Kush Creams. Go to kushcreams.com, code WPR USA for fifteen percent off. Also, Serious CBD, the number one CBD on the planet. Go to Serious dash dash cbd.com uh, code WPR USA for fifteen percent off. And my Patriot Cigars, uh, Maria. We, if you like cigars, I'm going to talk to my man Alan and get you a, get you a little sample pack and get oh, you. I um, Love that. These are pretty badass. Um, I got my sample pack actually. I got mine right next to me over here in my humidor. They're amazing. Um, well, you'll get a review from me pretty soon. Go to mypatriotcigars.com, com, code WPRUSA. And uh when you get your show up and running, if you're doing video, uh maybe we'll get you on the uh the Patriot Podcast Network on Roku TV.
3: Right. Uh, I don't know about Roku. We'll see. Well, if what you're putting
1: it? a video, you're already on video. Okay. It's is, a, it's
3: it's a. The one that, what's the one that Sam's involved in?
1: That's that's uh.
3: Oh, uh, Rockfin.
1: Rockfin, yes.
3: Okay, never mind.
1: No, Roku is like a Roku stick, like an Amazon fire Oh stick. yeah 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 yeah
3: yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, you have, have to help me with, me with
1: that. No, well, no, you can't just get on there. Uh, we have a, a network. It's called the Patriot Podcast Network that we're a part of, and okay. there's a ton of shows that are on there. And you go on your Roku. If you have Roku TV or a Roku stick, you go on there, you download the Patriot podcast network. You just search for that in the app store and it'll come right up. And then you can watch all the shows on there. We're live right now on the Patriot podcast network. So if you go on Roku TV, you can see your face just sitting there having fun.
3: Hey guys.
1: So we'll have to make that happen. If you have a Roku stick, download it now uh, and watch our beautiful faces. Maria, more so than mine, on Thanks. Roku TV. We appreciate everybody for listening. Until next time, guys, where we go one, we go all.
2: Our movement is about replacing a failed and corrupt political establishment with a new government controlled by you, the American people. The Washington establishment and the financial and media corporations that fund it exist for only one reason to protect and enrich. Itself, The establishment has trillions of dollars at stake in this election. For those who control the levers of power in Washington and for the global special interest, they partner with these people that don't have your good in mind. Our campaign represents a true existential and economic and foreign policies that have bled our country dry. The political establishment has brought about the destruction of our factories and our jobs as they flee to Mexico, China, and other countries all around the world. It's a global power structure that is responsible for the economic decisions that have robbed our working class, stripped our country of its wealth, and put that money into the pockets of a handful of large corporations and political entities. This is a struggle for the survival of our nation, and this will be our last chance to save it. This election will determine whether we're a free nation or whether we have only the illusion of democracy, but are in fact controlled by a small handful of global special interests rigging the system, and our system is rigged. This is reality. You know it, they know it, I know it, and pretty much the whole world knows it. The Clinton machine is at the center of this power structure. We've seen this firsthand in the WikiLeaks documents in which Hillary Clinton meets in secret with international banks to plot the destruction of U.S. sovereignty in order to enrich these global financial powers her special interest friends, and her donors. Honestly, she should be locked up. The most powerful weapon deployed by the Clintons is the corporate media, the press. Let's be clear on one thing. The corporate media in our country is no longer involved in journalism. They're a political special interest, no different than any lobbyist or other financial entity with a total political agenda. And the agenda is not for you, it's for themselves. Anyone who challenges their control is deemed a sexist, a racist, a xenophobe. They will lie, 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 and then again, they will do worse than that. They will do whatever is necessary. The Clintons are criminals. Remember that. This is well documented. And the establishment that protects them has engaged in a massive cover-up of widespread criminal activity at the State Department and the Clinton Foundation in order to keep the Clintons in power. They knew they would throw every lie they could at me and my family and my loved ones. They knew they would stop at nothing to try to stop me. Nevertheless, I take all of these slings and arrows gladly for you. I take them for our movement so that we can have our country back. I knew this day would arrive. It's only a question of when. And I knew the American people would rise above it and vote for the future they deserve. I'm doing this for the people and for the movement. And we will take back this country for you. And we will make America great again. The
0: truth.